When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live mic. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it's time once again for another edition of the Live Mike Podcast. My name is Michael Beck, your deputy editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and we're bringing it to you again following Super Bowl 56. The game is over, the Bengals lost, rejoice, the Los Angeles Rams are your Super Bowl champions for a second time in their history. Now, of course, this time of the year, after the Super Bowl, the Steelers weren't in it. We all know we've broken it down. We've we've looked at that side of the coin plenty. The fact of the matter now becomes, how do the Steelers get back to prominence? Now, obviously, this offseason, they're going to have to make a, a number of moves. Um, like we've been saying from basically the moment the season ended, this is going to be one of the craziest offseasons in Steelers history, at least since free agency began for this team. They're going to have probably, when all things are said and done, the most cap space they ever had in a free agent uh, period uh, after their cuts and uh, restructures are done, I should add. Um, They need to find a quarterback. They could stand pat at the position, too. They need to find replacements for a number of veterans on offense and defense. They need to find new starters. They need to find more depth. They have a ton of work ahead of them. So for once... I'm going to look at uh, pretty much a posi- like a name at every position group that the Steelers should consider looking into and names that uh, I kind of have the most intrigue in in this offseason, be it trade, free agency, draft, uh, offensive side of the football first before we transition to the defense. But I think uh, the Steelers, for once, will be players in a free agent market they typically aren't in. And that's just simply because they're going to have a ton of cash and they have a ton of need. For once, the Steelers should should be players in the market whether or not they're chasing uh, the top tier players or selling to try to find a, a number of uh, lower tier guys to fill up those starting spots remains to be seen they don't have a lot of draft picks so they may be forced to chase those big game players they typically never go after and that's one of the things that makes this really exciting the Steelers could be uh, after a big impact player in free agency Whew. Never thought I'd see the day, but here we are. And we should get this thing kicked off now. Now, first and foremost, obviously the position everyone wants to talk about is that quarterback spot. And really for me, I've I've sat back and thought about this a lot already this offseason. I don't want the Steelers to settle for anything less than a top 10 quarterback uh, if that's what they want to do. Like, if they want a quarterback on this team, I don't want them wasting a ton of cap space on someone who's a middle-of-the-road guy or someone that's just a slight improvement over Mason Rudolph. What's the point of that? In this league, you need great quarterback play, and we saw that in the Super Bowl. It was a loaded Rams team, but they still had Matt Stafford play a pretty darn good game aside from a couple picks. 
you need great quarterback play in this league. Again, just go back, look at the last Super Bowl champions and their quarterbacks: Stafford, Brady, Mahomes, Brady again. Like even Nick Foles on the Eagles was red hot for that team. He played outstanding, and and really, you're rarely going to get a quarterback on that level playing at that level to win you a Super Bowl. It, it just it, it it doesn't happen, and I don't know if it's going to happen again anytime soon unless uh, football transitions. So at the quarterback spot, I will offer a name, but I think the Steelers are probably better off because of their lack of draft capital, because of the lack of ability to go out and make moves. I am totally fine with them sitting back and not bringing anyone in unless they find uh, someone in the draft that they think is worth it. And to me, I, I don't know if there is that player in the draft. I think Marcus Mariota is an interesting name at quarterback. I, I think that's someone you could look at on the cheap that might provide you something, might give you a spark. He's not leading your team to a Super Bowl, but it, it might be better than having Mason Rudolph under center at quarterback coming up this season. That's the one veteran. When it comes to the rookies, they're all very close to me. Kenny Pickett would be a good story. We know the Steelers love from Malik Willis and how interested they've been in Sam Howell. To me, I still think Desmond Ritter kind of has the best uh, AFC North body type. But again, all these quarterbacks are undersized. They're, they're not typically your typical AFC North environment player. So to me, I, I just don't think the moment is right to go out and find a quarterback. Now, there's tons of other positions on offense we need to get to, so let's uh, let's continue on here at another spot that I don't think uh, the Steelers necessarily need to address, but I still think they need to find an upgrade at running back uh, at that backup spot. Of course, Najee Harris is your guy. He's going to be leading the charge. He took a ton of hits. He got a ton of carries this year. So I, I still think you need someone to back him up and someone that can be able to play a game or two. It's just the nature of the position uh, to go out and find another running back. And one of the names that's the most interesting to me is Chase Edmonds, someone with an ability to catch the football out of the backfield, make some guys miss, do so, do things a little bit different than Najee Harris, be your pure change of pace back. You don't really get that with Benny Snell. Anthony McFarland, we saw this year, wasn't good enough to hit the field. So at this spot, it's going to be different. Uh, and uh, just trying to find something a little bit different behind Najee Harris. I think that's something the Steelers need to do and something I'd be very interested in. I also want to touch on the fullback spot. I, I don't want Derek Watt to go anywhere, but you're going to think I'm crazy. I, I'd be okay if the Steelers carried a second fullback if that second fullback's name was uh, Hayward's, Cam Hayward's little brother, what I believe uh, Casey Hayward, if uh, if I don't have that mistaken already. Now, the the younger Hayward brother out of uh, Michigan State, uh, he's an interesting like uh, receiving threat. We know the Steelers' inability uh, to use the fullback, but they could uh, add it to that special teams role. Someone that could be a change of pace on offense, uh, getting Hayward on, on, onto the field. That, that could be kind of interesting uh, to just see what happens there. Now, continuing things along, I, I think uh, we definitely need to talk about the receiving position. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers drafted someone else somewhat highly, but considering there's a good chance Juju Smith-Schuster departs in for agency, I think this group needs some sort of a veteran. Now, someone that can lead this group, someone that doesn't even necessarily need to be a, a great receiver, but someone that can kind of be a mentor to these younger guys, um, especially if Juju is gone. I'm looking out and trying to bring somebody in and somebody that does things a little bit different than the guys that are already on roster. Now, Deshaun Watson is a name that I think is interesting because of his 
intangibles, I don't know if he perfectly fits that mentor type role. Now, there's going to be a number of receivers obviously available on this market. So this is a position on sit back. Try to find something that you don't normally have, but don't be afraid to go out and get someone that's a little bit older that can uh, lead your team in a different way. And, and I'm totally cool with the Steelers uh, signing someone a little bit older at this spot. Now, kicking things over the offensive line, I think this is where things really get interesting because how young this offense is going to be. And I've already talked about it. Mason Rudolph's going to, going to be the oldest player on offense that is actually scheduled to start. And what, I think he's only 26 years old. And the next, no one else is 26 that's uh, that has a chance to start this upcoming season. So... They need some experience, and I think on the offensive line is a spot you could totally get away with this. I know the Steelers don't typically sign guys uh, in their 30s ever, especially at the beginning of free agency, but there's two names I'd consider um, at at either uh, spot here. Now, first and foremost, I think the Steelers need a center this year. and to me, the ideal world, you get Tyler Linderbaum in the draft. That's the perfect situation. And because of uh, how the draft works and that it's a, a few, uh, a number of weeks after free agency, you gotta, you can't just sit back and go into the draft without someone that's able to play the position. But to me, you got to find someone that can play center and guard in case you're able to get Linderbaum and you can kick that guy over to Trey Turner's spot, which of course he's a, he's a free agent and you'll probably and rightfully so want another uh, right guard heading into this season. Now, Ben Jones is a big name that I think is interesting. Of course, uh, in his mid-30s now, uh, Tennessee Titans, he started at center and guard. I think that would be big if you could bring someone in like that, someone that could actually be that vocal leader of the offense, really. The Steelers just don't have that guy on that on that offense. If they can't re-sign Juju Smith-Schuster, who's, who's the, the captain of offense? Najee Harris, maybe? I don't know. Pat Fryermuth? He seems a little quiet. There just isn't that presence on offense. So I want the Steelers to be able to go out and find someone at tackle. Uh, don't worry. I, I will kick things back into guard for someone younger that I actually very much want them to be in on. But at tackle, same thing at, at that center spot. They need someone that can command that room. Now, Tron, Toronto Armstead, uh, the right tackle from the New Orleans Saints. So the Saints have been in cap purgatory for a number of years here. Uh, That's going to start coming to bite them in the butt now. Uh, I know Armstead, again, another guy that's in his mid-30s, but I think he's someone that is as talented as a guy like an Andrew Whitworth who can play for uh, a number of years moving into his uh, the twilight, I suppose, of his career. So... I'm not afraid to go after someone like a Tron Armstead, a big talent, someone who's obviously going to come with the hefty price tag and can lead a young offensive line unit. I think the Steelers need to find someone that can lead this entire offense, and I think it would be easiest to do along the offensive line. Now, someone I think the Steelers have to be in on uh, is Austin Corbett, uh, now Super Bowl champion, starting right guard of the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, He's turning 25. He was drafted by the Cleveland Browns. Things didn't work out for him in Cleveland. Gets traded to L.A. and has a nice little little carved out, a nice little career for himself already. Uh, Of course, now with the Super Bowl ring uh, that put that feather in his cap. Now, I think uh, he could seamlessly fit in to the Steelers' right guard spot. Uh, He's young, he's talented, he's nasty, he's physical. That is a huge player that I'd be uh, very interested to see in the black and gold. 
those are the offensive linemen I'm kind of looking at. Uh, left guard, left tackle, I, I think probably Stan Pat with Dotson and uh, Dan Moore. But uh, I think there's a, a, there's a number of ways the Steelers can go about addressing the offensive line. Of course, like I said, Tyler Linderbaum is your dream in the draft. But you have to be able to go out and still land somebody uh, that can play center or guard before you even get to the draft to make sure you cover your own butt at that position. Now, we're going to jump away and take a quick little break here before we get to the defensive side of the football. So hang tight. We're going to be back with more live mic action in just a moment. Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it's time for the second uh, half of our show today. Once again, my name is Michael Beck, your deputy editor behind the Steel Curtain.com. If you love this content and want to get more of that uh, that Pittsburgh Steelers stuff from me, you can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at MichaelBeck56. We can uh, chat about all things Pittsburgh Steelers, especially as we venture in the offseason and uh, the fun times are just around the corner uh, when it comes to uh, roster development, I should say. Uh, uh, quite some time until uh, some meaningful football is played, but there is uh, some light at the end of the tunnel already. Uh, the legal tampering period is just a month away. Uh, cuts are going to be coming down the pipeline. Steelers still need an offensive line coach. There is a list of stuff happening the next month before we get to that legal tamp- tampering period. Then you got free agency. Then you got the draft. Then you got uh, some uh, rookie mini camps and some OTAs and things just start to get more exciting from there with training camp, the preseason, of course the regular season. Sure, it looks like 200 days until regular season football but there's still a lot of stops along the way. And of course, with the theme of our show today, talking about uh, the players I want to see the Steelers bring in to make this team better I, I still think there's a few moves the Steelers have to make uh, on offense and on defense Um there's obviously a number of guys the Steelers should be looking to uh, re-sign and a number of guys the Steelers need to be willing to move on from. But outside of this organization, I think someone the Steelers should take a a decent moment uh, looking in on and uh, looking at. Uh, the Steelers need to do something on their defensive line. Uh, Tyson Alualu and T- Cam Hayward, that's great. If Stefan Tuitt isn't back... If you can, like, if he is done playing football, or if he's just done with the Steelers, or if he wants another year off, I think you have to move on. And in that case, I think just with the age of the core of the defense, I, I think it's okay to look at someone that is a little bit older, and someone like an Akeem Hicks, uh, who's been dominant in the NFL for a number of years, and he still was great 
<laughs> the Steelers should have known from how good he was in that game. The Steelers played against the Bears in what I believe that Monday nighter or Thursday nighter, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, it was a prime time game against the Bears, and uh, Akeem Hicks was a game wrecker. I think that's some of the Steelers. Are, I know an, again another guy in his 30s, and some of the Steelers. If the Steelers sign someone in their 30s, regardless of the position, I'll probably shock, be shocked. But the state of this team, what you want to do with the amount of cash they have, they could they could bring some guys in and, and give some rookies a little bit of time to develop before forcing them into the lineup. And if Stefan Tuitt is gone, then I still look at bringing in a vet. I think Akeem Hicks is the perfect name. Uh, obviously, uh, the Steelers were interested in uh, defensive uh, linemen, specifically Fletcher Cox at the trade deadline. They couldn't make that deal work. So I think Akeem Hicks is someone they could totally uh, find a replacement in at that position. If Stefan Tuitt does come back, I think you invest another draft pick at the defensive line spot. Something in the mid to late rounds. Uh, just another guy that uh, you can bring in and have develop uh, behind uh, that uh, that trio along the defensive front. So that's, uh, that is something to kind of sit back and watch out for. Kicking things out from there. I, I think it's pretty interesting at uh, at that cornerback spot. The Steelers obviously need to do something different there. Um, wh- whether or not uh, they bring back uh, Joe Hayden and Akello Witherspoon um, remains to be seen. Both free agents. I think you can re-sign Joe Hayden and transition him into that slot role. Something he'd do a little bit better at as he gets older and slows down a little bit. I, I think you want to bring Witherspoon back. Uh, but if he tries to price himself out of the Steelers' range, he only had, yes, he had like four or five good games round out the year, but again, that's only four or five good games. He was invisible prior to that. So don't overpay for Witherspoon. Uh, just make sure uh, to set the market properly on him before you bring him back. Now, another name I kind of like is Dante Jackson out of Carolina. I think Jackson is a talented corner, uh, and I think the Panthers, obviously, they have uh, J.C. Horn. Uh, they traded for Stephon uh, Gilmore. They, they have a number of super talented corners already, and, and Dante Jackson, just by the math and just by him, his talent, wanting to be a starter in this league, he's going to want out of Carolina. So that's someone you can rest assured on making this free agent market. So I fully expect Dante Jackson to be available, and it's a name that I definitely... Uh, I find some interest in, and I think that's totally someone the Steelers should go out and try to uh, bring into uh, this organization. Now, from there, things get a little bit interesting at that uh, edge position. Now, I think the Steelers are okay at edge with what they already have if they bring back uh, the likes of Taco Charlton and Derek Tuska as the backups. Of course, T.G. Watts, arguably one of the best players in football, and uh, slowly but surely, Alex Highsmith is developing. From there, though, it's still nice to have a third pass rusher that you know is going to be an absolute stud for you. This is where things get tricky. The Steelers obviously try to bring in Melvin Ingram last offseason, and things look to be going really good. But then he got frustrated and went and walked out. So is, is that level of talent something you kind of have to ignore? So to me, Melvin Ingram, Justin Houston, I don't think these guys want to accept smaller roles. Uh, and when you kind of scroll through all the free agents across the league, there really isn't too many big names that kind of excite me as someone that I think would actually want to come in and actually play some sort of a decent role uh, or smaller role, I should say, at the position. Now, 
are there some guys out there? Yeah. Like, would it be fun to go out and get a Von Miller? Of course. But that's not going to happen. I think this outside linebacker spot, I think you stand pat. And I know I was going to say I was going to throw out a name at every position, but I just don't think it's feasible at outside linebacker. I think the Steelers have what they need at that spot. Kicking things back out to the defensive back position, I think one guy that I've kind of crushed on for a long time is Marcus May. Um, This is tough, though. That's safety. If you can't bring Terrell Edmonds back, then, yeah, I I think by all means you you kind of look into uh, someone that can play well next to Minka Fitzpatrick. I don't know if Marcus May is that guy. Maybe Quandre Diggs out of Seattle might fit a little bit nicer next to uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. I I think if you're the Steelers, you try to bring in Terrell Edmonds. Once again, there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with Edmonds' game. He's been getting better and better as this time's kind of gone on here. So I'm, I'm more than interested in bringing Edmonds back. And then it just kind of find it kind of goes with uh, whether or not what you want to do with depth the Steelers haven't really had much depth help at either safety spot since Mika Fitzpatrick kind of came to town sure they had Sean Davis but he kind of uh, disappeared completely uh, once they traded for uh, Minka so at the safety spot, I, I think first and foremost, you just try to bring that guy back in in uh, Terrell Edmonds and then just kind of let things uh, rest as they may. Um, I really like uh, what we saw out of Trey Norwood, who I think is a solid free safety backup as well as a good uh, dime back. Uh, when it comes to strong safety, I think Miles Killebrew did good in splashes, so it's kind of hard to add anything else to that safety position. Now, of course, inside linebacker, I think, is where things get very tricky. Um, There aren't too many guys that I'm super keen on bringing in in the free agent market, but... I think the Steelers probably move on from Joe Schobert unless he takes a, a pretty aggressive, uh, not necessarily pay cut, but a contract restructure and possibly pay cut as it is to remain on the team. If he goes, then I think you want to find someone that's uh, more of a thumper, someone who's actually going to get his nose dirty. I, I think an interesting name that Steeler fans have kind of jumped in on last year was Leighton Van Der Esch. Um, he kind of took a step back in that Cowboys defense, especially after they traded for uh, uh, Mika Parsons and uh, Jalen Smith and all these guys uh, that they've had o- over time there at linebackers kind of pushed him down the depth chart. And then, of course, adding guys like Jabril Cox. I, I think there still is some talent in uh, Van Der Esch's game. Another name that could be interesting is like a Dante Hightower. I know the Steelers tried to sign him, what, going back like six years ago now, uh, and he is getting older, but he's still, he's a physical downhill player. This is what the Steelers need. They need someone to play that Vince Williams role. That's when Devin Bush was at his best. Someone that can step up, be a thumper, and actually make plays. So I I don't know if uh, it makes any sense to bring in a a Hightower who is getting older, but I think he sits nicely next to a Devin Bush. So those are a couple names I would consider at either one of those positions. When it comes to punter, I'm bringing in some uh, some competition for Presley Harvin third. I don't really have any names for you. It's it's the punt, punter position. I, I'd go out and just try to find an undrafted guy that uh, has a pretty big cannon of a leg and uh, just let the winner of the battle take the job. It, it's just that simple. Uh, a kicker, of course, you roll with Boswell and Christian Kuntz. I have no problem rolling with him at long snapper once again. So this is going to be a crazy offseason, to say the least, for your Pittsburgh Steelers. There is a number of guys I I think would fit this team well. I think they need some leadership. I think they need some more talent. I think they need some run-stuffing linebackers, some better cornerback play, and some depth around the field. 
So let me know your thoughts. Uh, once again, you can tweet me your thoughts at MichaelBeck56 if you agree. Uh, also interested in, to hear some free agents and draftees that you're interested in the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, to bring in. Uh, another corner that pops to my mind is Kobe Bryant out of uh, University of Cincinnati, someone that could be available in the middle rounds. I like. I want the Steelers to just be better than they were this year, just have more talent and uh, have something they can really grow on moving forward. So once again, before I let you go, I want to remind you to click over to Behind the Steel Curtain. It should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And as well as check out the entire family of BTSC podcasts here uh, on uh, your podcast platform app. Just search Behind the Steel Curtain. Wherever you get your podcasts from, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify, Pandora, you name it, BTSC is available on most streaming platforms. So just, once again, search Behind the Steel Curtain and uh, we can bring more of this great content to each and every one of you. So I want to thank, once again, each and every one of you for tuning into today's show. My name is Michael Beck. You've been listening to Live Mike, and we will talk to you guys soon.